Coming to you from Las Vegas, this is the Bar Stars Happy Hour, a show for bar people by bar people. We'll get to know different bar stars from around the globe and serve up tips, tricks, and the untold tales of the industry. So whether you sling drinks in a bar or just enjoy a round or two, join us for happy hour, because this pod's for you. Welcome, welcome back to the Bar Stars Happy Hour podcast. It's been a minute, y'all. It's been a minute, and I hope you're still following us on the socials at Bar Stars Podcast, Instagram, Facebook, Bar Stars Happy Hour Podcast, TikTok at Bar Stars Podcast. We had a couple videos go, you know, mini, mini viral. But um, yes, we are back. COVID's over, apparently. Who knows? Um, but we appreciate everybody listening back in. Uh, it's been a minute since the Olivia Laro two-part episode. And man, if you haven't heard that episode yet, you definitely need to. That guy is beyond brilliant and a master at his craft. Um, so this is what we're going to do. It's been a little tough lately to get people on the show. Not that people don't want to come on the show. It's just everybody's getting back to work and different jobs and different hours and different days off and stuff like that. And everybody's kind of getting back to life. So I decided to start this little smaller little series and just do more practical things, more, you know, standard, standard operating procedures of behind the bar and shorter episodes. So people, you can actually listen to the episode, like on the way to work and you could learn something, you could pick something up and, you know, just kind of use and spread the knowledge that I have learned over the years and, you know, to maybe help your job a little bit easier, help you make a little bit more money. And that's kind of why we're there and make people's experiences better and more of tutorials and education as opposed to straight interviews. The interviews are amazing. We're trying to get everybody to get to know the bartenders that they, they think they know on the socials and all that stuff. But we really wanted to get people to know them as, as individuals and what brought them to where they are and how they got there and all that stuff. So that's been really, really great, but we're still going to do those. Um, but in order to put out some more, you know, content and some more episodes for the bar stars out there, um, we decided to do this and, put together some different formatted stuff, a little bit shorter, um, but you'll definitely learn some stuff. So uh, in today's episode, I want to go over standard operating procedures, when to stir a cocktail and when to shake it. It's a big thing. I see people all over the place shaking old fashions and not stirring anything. And it's just if you really, really, really want to be good at your craft and you want people to see you from across the bar and say, this person knows what they're doing. They have their steps down. They know their sequences. They know how to make a quality cocktail because the procedure and process in which you make cocktails actually matters. They don't just all taste the same. You put the same stuff in the shaker tin and you know you shake it up and you pour it over ice or you pour it straight up and it you think they're all going to taste the same because they all have the same things in them. Well, that's not necessarily true. And that's why sometimes you might get things brought back to the bar, say this doesn't taste right because they're used to something somewhere else. Um, 
and not saying that that other place did it better than you, but if you know your proper procedures of how to make quality cocktails, this is really going to help you out. So we are going to start with stirring and shaking cocktails. What drinks do you stir? What drinks do you shake? Proper procedure for both vodka versus gin, dilution of what each procedure does, shaking drinks with juice, for example, like any citrus, pineapple juice, orange juice, etc. You know, martinis, mixed drinks, building drinks over ice. So let's get into it. A GQ bartender in residence, Annie Williams Pierce, says, quote, here's a simple rule of thumb. If the final drink is clear, be it a pure spirit, plus maybe a little sugar and not too much additives, then you stir it. If it's cloudy, if it contains juices, egg whites, honey, cream, anything like that, then you shake it. I think that's pretty smart and pretty sage advice, to be honest, if you want to keep it simple. So stirring, let's go over stirring. As you ice your mixing glass or whatever it is you're making the cocktail in, some people use pint glasses, but a nice mixing glass is best. Once you add ice to it, you put the spoon in it, you stir slowly at first, the outside of the spoon going around the mixing glass. Try to keep the back of the spoon pressed against the tin or the mixing glass as you stir. This will keep the cocktail smooth and velvety rather than adding in unwanted air, which you get when you shake. After 20, 30 seconds or so, stop and taste the drink. Does it taste cohesive, integrated? Is it what you want? Do you get the flavors coming out? Is it properly diluted and balanced? Is it cold enough? That's a big thing. You can shake or you can stir something, give it a few swirls, and it's just, it's not very cold. So by the time you serve it, it gets to the table, it gets to the bar, whatever it is, it's not very cold and probably not going to taste very good. If it's cold enough and you taste it and you say that's very good, you're good to go. Strain it into whatever vessel you're using, be it a martini glass, a coupe, a rocks glass over ice, that doesn't, what, it, what doesn't matter. And you've successfully made a stirred cocktail. When you shake a cocktail, shaking achieves what stirring does with an added effect of aeration. You want to shake and drink to be light. You want cold and chalk full of tiny air bubbles. Most bartenders use a two-piece Boston shaker, a glass cup, and a tin. There's a three-piece cobbler shakers. It doesn't matter what it is. What I'm going to tell you is if you're going to use a tin with a mixing glass or a tin and what I like to call like a cheater tin, like a smaller tin that caps it. You build your ingredients in the tin first. Some people, again, will put the ingredients in a pint glass if they're using a pint glass. Then you add enough ice to fill the larger tin, not quite to the brim, but fill it up quite a bit. Put the top on, whether it's another tin, a smaller little cheater tin, as I say, or a pint glass. You give it a bump on the top of it with the heel of your palm, seal it, make sure it's sealed. You can turn it upside down and it won't leak. Hold both pieces of the tin while you're shaking it for added disaster insurance because it will sometimes slip, come undone, and just explode. And you're going to be wearing that cocktail, and you definitely don't want to be wearing that cocktail. Um, so just make sure that it is sealed 
keep most of the shaking you do side to side. As you shake, you're going back and forth and kind of in an up and down. Use your emotions. Use a smile. Use your personality that you have that people want to see while you shake. You're seeing it all over the place now. Bar rescue and and staff training, bar training. They're teaching people personality. So as you shake, that's your time to kind of show off. So as you shake up and down, up and down, side to side, you want all of your liquid in the tin to cover the entire tin, like almost in a circular motion, back and forth, circular motion, so that it gets that aeration. You should hear the ice moving the cocktail throughout the shaker. Shake hard. Use your wrists and forearms. There's no excuses if you throw your shoulder out. A good shake lasts about 10 to 20 seconds, but also depends on the ice you're using. If you're using big, hard cubes, you shake longer to ensure that the desired dilution happens because the bigger the ice, the larger the cube, the less it's probably going to dilute quickly. And maybe it's not ideal, but for some really cool cocktails and, and you know, added looks, big ice cubes are really cool to shake with. Um, looser ice that you're good at a normal bar, that'll probably dilute the drink quite a bit more. Finally, open the shaker can be tricky. If you're using a pint glass, do not bang it on the corner of the bar, the edge of the bar. Don't do that. That mixing glass, that pint glass will explode. There's pressure in there. As you do that, I've had it happen before, not because I banged it on the bar, but I've tried to open it and just popping it and the glass is broken. Do not do that. More times than not, you're doing it over the ice. And if you do it over the ice, you got to burn it. And that's just a whole 20, 30 minutes you don't want during your shift. Hold a larger piece of the tin as it's right side up. The contents will be in the bottom with your dominant hand. Smack the heel of your palm against the line where the top and the main piece meet kind of the the fulcrum at the edge of the tin where they meet and they seal. Just give that a nice pop. This should loosen it to twist it off or take it out. Again, do not ever bang your shakers against the countertop. Ever. If you've never heard that before, you can say, I was listening to the Bar Stars Happy Hour podcast and my man Tom told me don't ever do this. And this is why. If you're using fruit or serving it up, I genuinely, if you have the opportunity, recommend double straining. Shaken cocktails kind of takes the ice out. This adds a light and fluffy texture and removes pieces of fruit or ice chips that might have broken off while shaking. Or if you're doing shots, nobody wants to swallow chunks of ice while they're doing shots. At least single strain if you're doing a shot. You don't have to double strain shots. Never, ever, ever shake carbonation. Ever. Don't ever do it. Soda water, 7-Up, Coke, anything, ginger ale. Do not ever shake carbonation. It will explode. It will explode 100%. And you don't want that either. Because it kind of takes the, the fizz out of it and makes it you you take the bubbles out. So by the time you strain it, that carbonation is pretty much gone. Always top your drinks with the carbonation after you've shaken them. 
do not shake carbonation. If you don't know, now you know. All right, let's get into the wet shake versus dry shake and when to do each. This is usually for your high-end cocktail bars. Uh, they use you know a lot of egg white or aquafaba, which is a chickpea water. And you do that to create the proper frothiness and that silkiness that you get from the egg whites. A dry shake is when you shake a cocktail at room temperature without adding ice to the shaker. Everything that goes in the cocktail is already in the shaker, but you don't have the ice present to chill and dilute it. If you're using egg whites in a drink, this is what you do. When you dry shake the cocktail first, it's the idea is that the shaking allows the drink to emulsify, producing more luxurious foam in the finished cocktail once you strain it into the cocktail. After dry shaking vigorously for you know, 30 seconds, maybe even up to a minute. I mean, if you're making a Ramos Gin Fizz, you're going to be there a while. After that, then you add the ice, which is called the wet shake. Once you add ice to the cocktail, then you shake it again. Then it dilutes the drink and cools it down, makes it cold. The only difference between a wet and a dry shake is whether or not ice is included in the shake. If you really want to get crazy with it, you could talk about the reverse shake. And that's just when a drink is first shaken with ice and then the ice is removed and then the drink is shaken again, sans ice. That doesn't happen very often. Because the drink is already chilled and diluted to where it's supposed to be at this point, it's referred to as reverse shake instead of a dry one. When you do dry shake and then you wet shake, I would 100%, if you're using egg whites, double strain it. Double strain it. It will make the drink look so much better. You're going to get that nice frothiness on top of it. It's going to look amazing. So definitely double strain when you dry shake and then wet shake with egg whites. So examples. Examples of stirred drinks are your classic martinis, your classic daiquiris, your boulevardiers, your Manhattans, your old fashions. Okay. Examples of shaken drinks are your multi-liquor drinks with juice, your hurricanes, your cosmos, your margaritas, sex on the beaches, anything you wanted that's that kind of citrusy or syrupy or has a little froth to it, pineapple juice, cranberry, anything like that in it, that's what you want to shake. And examples of drinks with your egg whites in it or your aquafaba that you want to dry shake and then wet shake. I mean, you're looking at any traditional sour, your whiskey sours, your amaretto sours, old school cocktails like a Clover Club, your gin fizzes, the Ramos gin fizz is a bartender's nightmare, but it's so cool and delicious. The Pisco Sour, the Million Dollar Cocktail, Chicago Fizz. There's so many of them that once you put egg white in them, it just makes it such a better looking cocktail. I use egg whites in a cocktail at my bar called a penalty box, and it gives it that cool ass look. I mean, for pictures and all that stuff, you see that thin white line. Sometimes it's a thick white line of foam. That's aquafaba. That's egg white in all of them. It's so awesome. It's a great product to use to enhance your cocktail game for sure. Sound good? All right. 
We're going to call this segment a beer and a shot because when you don't have time for happy hour and you can just run in a joint, you're like, I got to go. But you know what? I don't have time to hang out for the entire happy hour. I got time for a beer and a shot, though. And maybe learn a little something along the way. And I'm going to shoot the shit with my friends at the bar and I'm going to have a beer and a shot and I'm out. And I'm going to continue the rest of my day. This is what that is. Beer and a shot time. Bar Stars Happy Hour Podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening. And we truly, truly appreciate every single one of you that shares an episode, comments on our social medias, likes our content, and gets the word out that there's a bartender around that's been doing this forever that wants people to be successful, that wants to teach people, that wants people to learn how to do things properly. Thank you, everybody, so much for listening. This is the Bar Stars Happy Hour podcast. Please follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at Bar Stars Podcast. Check out our website, barstarspodcast.com. Every single episode that we've done has been archived there. It's all there. You can listen to them. You don't need Spotify. You don't need Apple. You don't need none of them. You can go to our website, barstarspodcast.com, and you can listen to all of them. But if you do have the podcast apps, you have the Apple Podcasts, the Spotify's, the Googles, the Stitchers, the whatever it is, we're on them. We're on them all. Bar Stars Happy Hour Podcast. I truly appreciate you guys listening. And until next time, everybody, cheers. Shit, you shake my old fashioned, there's going to be consequences and repercussions.